Welcome back. I'm delighted to say we're joined by one of our country's foremost experts on a part of the world that has been a flashpoint in the past and might yet be again, Korea. Her name is Dr. Tara Oh. She is also a former colonel in the United States Air Force and is today the founder and president of a terrific organization, the East Asia Foundation. Uh, we wanted to catch up with her to talk, among other things, about the threats that have been emerging of late again from the North Korean regime of Kim Jong-un. Dr. Oh, it's good to have you with us. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me, Frank. Let's start with this spate of uh, missile tests that have taken place in just the past uh, few months. Uh, in 2022, I believe there have been nine of them, uh, including hypersonic missile tests, uh, a technology that uh, we don't have in our inventory at the moment, alas. Um, the possibility, I'm told, of a nuclear test underground uh, may also be in the offing. What's going on and how serious a danger do you think it represents? I think uh, North Korean regime is continuing its trend. Um, I think before we in analyze each individual test, uh, I think we need to step back a little bit and look at why it's doing what it's doing. And to do that, we have to look at its goals, its stated goals. Um, it has stated that its goal is to unify Korea under its rule, under its totalitarian communist system. So in order to achieve that, by force, if necessary, right? Yes, exactly. By subversion, by coercion, by force. And of course, uh, by force, we that was the Korean War from 1950 to 53. But even prior to that, there were a lot of um, uh, subversive activities going on after uh, South Korea, Republic of Korea was born, which was 1948. And then it eventually led to the unification effort by force, which was Korean War from 50 to 53. And then after that, it actually, the, the subversive part, the unconventional warfare part, still continued, and it continues on to today. And developing nuclear weapons is part of its arsenal of weapons, um, not just you know in a nuclear sense, but its tool that it has to achieve its objective, which is to unify Korea under its rule. On its terms, indeed. Um, the previous government of uh, Moon Jae-un, the now... Uh, outgoing president of uh, South Korea uh, was quite interested in achieving uh, the goal of unification as well and seemed to be willing to do so pretty much on the North's terms. Um, fortunately, uh, I think it's fair to say that general attitude has been repudiated by the people of South Korea in the poll that uh, has now replaced him with a conservative. Talk about the new leadership and um, what its policy approach is likely to be uh, and, and whether the difference will be quite um, you know, important to the future security of not only South Korea, but our interests in the region as well. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, Moon Jae-in, uh, the outgoing president, who, whose last day is on the 9th of May, um, he has been pursuing this unification uh, that is, as you said, under uh, North Korea's terms. And if people really understood what that really meant, which means 
uh, life without freedom, I don't think there would be anybody who would agree to it. The only reason why there was some support, like more, majority didn't, but um, the, some of the people who supported felt that they were deceived into thinking that that's the way to peace. And it, it isn't. It's a, you have peace through uh, strength, which is what we used to have, you know, through alliance and through a strong military and the strength that it has, not giving up in, on its own sovereignty. But that's not, not, not what Moon Jae-in meant. So I, I think we're actually glad to move away from that and people have spoken. Uh, with the incoming Yoon administration, um, we still have, uh, what, a couple of weeks left. And the ruling party, they still have the majority in the National Assembly. And they have been trying to pass all kinds of laws, and they have passed all kinds of laws without any opposition. So it's, it's in effect one party state in a way. And that party is still trying to do that. Not, not without any opposition, just to clarify, uh, it, it sounds as though it's not that there isn't an opposition. It's just that the opposition has not been able to prevail. Is that right? Even though it's going to be in power. Exactly. The ruling party has the numbers. It has enough numbers to pass the laws, and that's the problem. So, uh, except it can't change the constitution because it requires two thirds majority. But it has in others, it doesn't require two thirds majority. So they're able to uh, pass other types of laws. But uh, the latest one that they're trying to pass is basically taking away all the investigative authority from the prosecutors and giving that to the police. And people are up in arms over that. And why at this last minute? And they're trying to present this to uh, Moon, Moon Jae-in, by the 3rd of May. So this, that's while he's still in office. And a lot of people say that it's because they have committed so many crimes that they don't want to be investigated. So they're just going to try to change the law so they, they can stay above the law. They were perfectly happy, of course, in the past to use the investigative powers against their political adversaries, but they don't want it applied to them, obviously. This is a, a fascinating, and again, it's, uh, well, I think a God thing that the people of South Korea not only voted against uh, a continuation or even perhaps a, a worsening of the policies of the previous government, uh, the outgoing Moon government, um, but they have elected someone who is apparently committed to this different philosophy of peace through strength. Um, one example of uh, a change of policy, I guess, is um, there will be no further pursuit of this so-called end of war agreement, uh, which was a sort of ide fixe, a, a, you know, a preoccupation of uh, President Moon. Is that the case uh, that uh, what might well have actually triggered a, a renewal of the Korean War is not now in prospect? I think uh, when it comes to foreign policy, I, I think he has a pretty good foreign policy team. And they have basically gone back to what South Korea really needs, which is the strengthening of the alliance with the United States. Uh, they're about to restart the uh, combined military exercise again, uh, which has been on a hiatus since Moon Jae-in came into power. So, and for military if you do not exercise, then you cannot prepare and you cannot be ready. And readiness is important. It's like an insurance. It's not because you expect it to happen 100% or 80% or even 50%. Even if it's 1%, it's very dangerous. And that's why you have to be ready. 
And um, so they're going back to that posture of readiness and uh, this uh, peace through strength, this combined strength. So um, we're gl I'm glad to see that in the foreign policy aspect. Um, domestic side, I, I'm not sure. I think we have to watch a little bit. But uh, foreign policy and alliance, uh, I, I think it's going in the right direction. Good. Well, and if that uh, end of war idea is over the side, I think that will be a very positive uh, development indeed. Um, let me ask you in closing, uh, Tara O, oh, there was uh, an interesting development. Uh, the so-called Blue House, uh, the con corresponding uh, facility to our White House, apparently is going to be turned into a museum uh, because the new president, uh, Yoon Suk-yol, is uh, not going to operate out of it. Tell us why that is and uh, whether this is a, a, a positive step in terms of uh, the national security of South Korea. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, maybe, well, maybe three, two, three weeks ago, uh, President-elect Yoon announced that his office will not be at the current Blue House location, which is actually a house with a blue roof, which is why it's called Blue, blue House. But uh, he and his staff, so entire office of the president, will be moving to the current Ministry of National Defense building in Yongsan. So it's actually going to be, and then uh, the MND, the Ministry of National Defense uh offices will move to next door, which is owned by the current Rock JCS, Joint Chiefs of Staff, and JCS will then move to somewhere else. But anyway, uh, so that's the arrangement. And uh, the stated reason was that he wants, um, they see that the Blue House to be symbol of uh, uh, presidential power, a very strong presidential power, and um, they wanted it to be more of a open and um, communicating and uh, with, with the public. So that's what that's a stated reason. But I think the real reason is security. And what I mean by that is that the Blue House probably has a lot of bugs and existing staff. There's apparently about a thousand bugs, meaning listening devices. Yeah, not to, yeah, listening devices. And of course, you know, there are some uh, methods to mitigate that. But uh, if if um, I mean, so so that that's a concern, and and it could be listened to, I and mean, maybe by the Chinese, could be you know North Korea even, or, or even the current power um, that's there. So I think security reason, and, and then also the, among the Blue House staff, that's sort of permanent. Uh, there could be some people who are more loyal to the current power. So I think that's the real reason. We we saw a lot of that, of of course, in connection with the. Uh the transition from uh, President uh, Biden, uh, Obama rather to President Trump, didn't we? A lot of uh, holdovers who turned out not to have the best interests of the successor president in mind. And uh, we wouldn't want that to happen to our friends in South Korea. Tara, we have to leave it at that for the moment. Thank you very much for your time and uh, your great expertise on these matters. Uh, I commend to all of our listeners, the East Asia Foundation is a great resource on the Korean Peninsula and more. God bless you, my dear. Come back to us again soon, if you would. Next up, we'll speak with Captain Hung Kao, a retired United States Navy captain and special operator about the condition of our military and more right after this.